Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle aged warriors, Chris Samino and Rick Summers. All right, it's uh, show number 99, which is just incomprehensible. I mean, when you think about it. He's Chris. I'm Rick. This is uh, Middle Age Warriors, and we are on the Believe Podcast Network. And welcome to show number 99. One away from a century. Oh <laughs> boy, the smoker's jar. All right. We, we started at middle age, and now right. we're going to be geriatric. <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely. We, Starting to feel that. Happy New Year to Happy New Year to you, Rick, and Thank everybody you. else. Happy New there. Year to you and belated Happy Merry Christmas. Yeah. There is, I like to sign all my cards, Happy and Merry. It's yeah. just a lot easier. But uh, I hope uh, hope you had good holidays. I I mean, you guys were away for a while. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was you pretty busy. Me. I mean, we we uh, I was home for Christmas and then made my way to Puerto Rico. Or I could say now my fiance's uh, father lives. So we stayed there for a few days through New Year's Eve in Puerto Rico, which I have to say was about as loud as the 4th of July in New York. I mean, really? they go crazy with the fireworks on uh, on New Year's Eve there, like within the neighborhoods, not just in a in a huge public display. I mean, within the neighborhood. So it was it was fun. Uh, it's nice to be back home. What did you uh, what did you do for your New Year's? They're party people. Actually, New Year's we were at et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. We went in and Daniele? at, mm-hmm. at Daniele's uh, in the theater district. And I have to tell you, it was one more reason that I think that I'm getting to be done with New York. Uh, while we were there, um, there was uh, somebody climbed up the side of the building and broke into the second floor. What? Tried to abscond with Daniele's briefcase from his office upstairs. Jeez. The bartender saw it saw the guy coming down the stairs and chased after him in the street and then uh cold cocked him and you're kidding and then the guy got away that was just part of it the other part was just trying to deal with new york city and times square on new year's eve yeah for the faint of heart i've done it before Um, but I don't know that I ever want to do it again. And yeah, you guys way. are rolling the dice attempting to go into that area on New Year's. It look, it's rough enough, quite frankly, these days, just getting across town in Manhattan. It, and nobody has patience. It's a little bit of anarchistic in terms of the driving and, and the social behavior. And you've got to be looking, you have to have eyes behind your head. I mean, that's crazy. Somebody broke into the that that's insane. First, a word from one of our very important sponsors. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether it's the NFL playoffs into the Super Bowl, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to Bet Online to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, believe, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. And then when we were heading home at, you know, 1:30 in the morning, some reveler from Times Square was walking on 44th Street, 
pulls a U-turn in traffic. He's walking, pulls out his Johnson, and decides oh. I'm going to pee right here. Well, you know, when you got to go, you got to go. I mean, come on now. I got to tell you, <laughs> I'm just, I am so tired of, of everything in New York on New Year's Eve. It's yeah, just well, really tiring. In general, it's not, it, it's not a pretty place. I mean, I don't, we're, we're, you know, obviously of the same age and, and grew up in New York. Um, and my feeling is it reminds me a lot of those grimy days of the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, well, late 44th, 70s. Yeah. 44th Street is just like that now. Yeah. Right? And that I basically attach that to the pandemic because 44th yeah. Street, you know, just kind of became a, a cesspool again. Mm -hmm. No. And, uh, the, city, the city has not bounced back in any shape or form. But, uh, you know, in that case, the country's trying to bounce back. But we also had another fiasco as we entered into the new year politically. The uh, Kevin McCarthy uh I guess trying to get him in as Speaker of the House. That was entertaining, and I'm not totally sure I understood why it kept getting hung out. Mm -hmm. uh, the the radical right that refused to accept him as Speaker, but ultimately on vote number what was it, fifteen or thirteen or I don't know somewhere. It's like somewhere they decided okay, but I don't really understand what their issues were. No, it wasn't that clear. And the other thing to me is, you know, this is one of those, well, if you don't succeed at first, try, 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 try again. I mean, most most times when you vote for something and you don't win that election, you you're leave. done. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, how many times were they going to do this before they finally said, hey, this isn't working. We better get somebody else. It was kind of strange. I didn't realize the voting worked that way for something like this. No, I mean, and you know, I, and I, I'm proud of the American political system. I don't uh, totally agree with everything that happens. I kept thinking about Nancy Pelosi sitting at her kitchen <laughs> with a martini and saying, ha suckers. <laughs> yeah. Had to well, be done. And you know what? Yeah. You really start to realize as much as she was disliked, and belittled by the other side the things she accomplished as you look back on her career um i mean just being a woman mm -hmm. being a speaker of the house meant what she had 30 some odd years in congress yeah sure and very impressive and uh and i'm glad that we had her and kevin mccarthy's got kind of a a tough act to follow i think well, you know, and again, politically, everybody has very strong opinions and they've become stronger and more divisive. And it's I, I think people are looking politically with these blinders on now that they're they they're not able to see the whole picture. They only focus on what they, you know, think they need to or want to see. And yeah. so certain people get criticized, but you're not looking at. Yes, maybe there was something they did that, you know, didn't fit your mode of politics but that doesn't mean they're evil and the devil and there's a lot of that mentality that goes on on both sides quite frankly and so i think this was just another example of that i don't really know a lot about this guy but to me when there's such a struggle within a party yeah vote somebody in you know that's red flags all over I, i'm suspicious now of why would that be why wouldn't they just proudly move this guy in and so exactly we shall see. We shall see. But that's why I'm not a political pundit. You know, but let's kinda... 
You know, watch let's, for the sidelines. Let's go back to Congress and this guy from Long Island who oh. was elected who lied about this, that, and the other. This um, I don't understand. And, and and you get and you're trying to sidestep it. No, but I'm gonna be clean from now on. He yeah. lied about everything. It's like what? Yeah. And the, the problem is he didn't do anything illegal. No. Per se. You know, he didn't break any laws, but uh but he he broke a lot of hearts, I think. Well, it's complete misrepresentation, you know. Yeah. It's, um, and and that is deception to people who are voting for you. And and that's what I don't what what I also don't understand is so now you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar, but you don't really back down. You know, you go, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You got me, but I'm going to put my hand back in again. So, <laughs> but this but time the, I'm sorry. You know, it's like, tales, it's a very strange thing. The tales he spun about Holocaust and, and uh, his mom being a 9 11 survivor. Oh, everything, everything was, like, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. See, and those are ugly fabrications, too, yeah. because that's very personal. And there are people who really did experience that. And now you're lying about it. And that's uh, there. there's a, a, a very to me, you know, that's that's a very personal social line to cross in terms of character about somebody. So but hey, you know, uh, everybody gets their payday somewhere along the line. Uh, you know, if you want to think about it that way, we'll see what happens. By the way, you are listening to Middle Age Warriors. It is the return of Chris and Rick. The return. And we're just kind of flying by the seat of our pants because to be honest with you, okay, we didn't really do our homework and we're still on holiday break, okay? <laughs> but we're talking about this, that, and everything else that seems to be have happened and happening around us on a daily basis. So, And I guess we would be remiss uh, in not mentioning what happened with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, with Demar Hamlin, you know, and that's that's been a big story. And the good news, as of you know, of this recording, anyway, things are really looking very positive. Uh, he he's you know basically up and communicative, and was able to watch the game this past Sunday, and has actually generated so much support, so much love, and also for all the organizations that he's involved with. He's they've raised a lot of money yeah. on behalf of this, which is a very that's a great side positive coming out of something that at first looked like it could have been a terribly tragic event. But but you've got some thoughts about it, too, because, you know, athletes, they're in the spotlight and the limelight. This type of thing happens. It gets much more attention. But you have some feelings about that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, people suffer from heart attacks or other kind of disorders on a daily basis. And I I think it's it's great that so many people came together to be loving, supportive, and hopeful for DeMar Hamlin. I think he, I think he's a great kid. Yes. 24. Crazy. Um, I, I don't know if he'll play football again. Uh, we don't know if there was some, you know, uh, uh, pre pre-existing condition that basically led to this. I had a friend who was boxing um, and I've lost track of him. Somebody I went to college with, but took a punch with his boxing partner mm. to the chest and mm -hmm. suffered similarly that kind of thing. Yeah, apparently there's a there's a brief it's a fraction of a second where the electrical uh I mean the heart actually sort of has almost this kind of electrical mechanism within it with the blood going in and going out 
if you suffered blunt trauma literally at that fraction of a fraction of a second, it could stop the rhythm of the heart and and, and stop the heart completely. And I, they're claiming they think that's what may have happened. I mean, he's, hey, look, he was 24 years old. He's an athlete, great shape. Yes, sometimes we're wired, DNA, you're predisposed to certain things. But apparently it does happen on rare occasions. But to your point, you know, Joe Blow or somebody loses their son at 23, 26 years old the same way. Obviously, it doesn't quite, you know, get the same attention and focus. That doesn't mean we should take away from from DeMar. And I think this young man also has a perspective. He's going to use this in a positive way moving forward, so. too. Yeah. I'll tell you, I mean, I, I was impressed uh, with how um, ABC and ESPN handled it that night. I can't mm -hmm. imagine how hard that must have been to be there and trying to, you know what it's like, Chris, when you have to stretch. Sure. The floor manager holding his hands and saying, okay, stretch, stretch, stretch. And yeah. what were they going to say? Nobody yeah. knew a thing. Nobody knew, I, and that's the point. Yeah, nobody I knew. I remember anything. years ago, a hockey player, Chris Pronger. Oh, yeah. Got, he got hit in the chest with a slap shot. Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what happened to him. And they stretchered him off and ambulanced him out of the uh, arena. And, uh, you know, all these years later, he's now a hockey Hall of Famer. Right. And I saw him interviewed on a couple of the magazine shows talking about what that experience was like. But I can't imagine what it must have been like to be there. It's just scary. And it, it But it shows you also the value that they have you know, all these emergency people, these, uh, you know, that's EMC. the other thing. Yeah. Those guys by. saved his life. Oh, sure. Those, the Buffalo Bills training staff was right there and mm -hmm. uh, they were able to tend to him quickly and save his life, which is just really hard to believe. And I got to tell you, in going through this, have you ever taken a CPR course? Uh, no, not the actual full course. I have not. No. Me either. And like so many people, I thought, you know what? Now's the time I should. You should. Yeah. So I tried to get online and find a CPR course. And the fact is, there was such a rush after DeMar Hamlin's heart attack that it was hard to find a course to get into. Really? It, yeah. I mean, I think that's great. Yeah. You know, as long as these are legitimate people and not quacks. Well. Or, but know, but this this is another positive fallout from something from an event exactly, like that, which is yeah. which is good to hear. Yeah, actually, a buddy, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, Joe uh, Avena, took CPR classes, and we were in Capri, actually in Italy, probably over ten years ago now, and somebody was having a heart attack, and there were no doctors nearby, and he administered CPR and kept the person alive long enough to get into the ambulate, yeah, and and get them to a hospital. So it's something you don't think you're going to use, but it's it's great knowledge to have, and and we really should all be trained, you know, in the ability to do something like that because you just never know in the scenario yeah. that it could unfold. Absolutely. It almost seems to me that that should be a requisite in getting out of high school, school or college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that you should have to. I mean. You have to be a Boy Scout to, I mean, if you're a Boy Scout, you have to know CPR, I think, right? I think so. That's part of their uh, training as they move forward, I guess, in different levels. Now, you were saying that uh, in playing hockey, you had kind of a pretty horrifying experience uh, with a player on the ice with a yeah, skate. He was cut by a skate and, uh, and, and a lot of blood. And I was like 
14 or 15 years old. So it's a long time ago. I don't really remember. But a couple I, of years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple. But I do remember, you know, everybody just numb, mm. uh, skating over to the bench. I, I don't think we continued the game, but I don't really remember. Again, that was like 50 or 40 seven years yeah. ago or something like that but when you see an injury like that everybody just nobody knows what to do once that person's removed do we keep playing what what are we supposed to do yeah. and that cloud sort of always hangs over you know the event in that in that regard so shifting gears a little bit moving forward uh some of the teams we root for well obviously from the football side uh the only team surviving the giants they'll be yeah the vikings uh in the first round of the playoffs Good luck to them. Um, obviously, I'm a Jet fan, and I knew we were getting false hopes with those seven wins early on this season. Yeah, uh, that was the end of that. Um, are you so doing I, your uh, doing? You're doing your hockey uh, fantasy league or whatever they call it. Still doing my fantasy league, uh, though I am not having a good showing again this year. Though I have a team that people would kill for. I have, I mean, all stars on my team, but for some reason, I have taken a tumble in the. Uh, in in the ratings they're stall so, stars they're they're stall stars yeah. so far stall stars. Oh, you got, ha got a happy year left because the all-star i guess they're coming up close to the all-star break yeah, in february I think. Yeah. and of course the look forward i mean so far hasn't been much of a winter we haven't had any snow here in new york yeah. city it's early yet but but it, it's, we're getting deeper into it to, to be fairly snowless but uh, may as well start thinking spring and start thinking baseball of course uh for me at least that means the mets they made a lot of moves I think I guess we're still waiting on this Correa thing, uh, whether that, or not the yeah that, that big signing yeah yeah Heck yeah it's again you know the rich get richer and uh, and as I get older I have issue with that uh, I understand that's the way the game is played and that's yeah that's what the fans want but I love you know. As much as I had disdain for the Yankees through the 90s, I mean, I love the fact that Derek Jeter was brought up through the Yankee. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't a he wasn't a purchased free agent. So, yeah. And yeah. it's it's becoming harder and harder for me to to support rooting for whether it's the Mets, the Yankees, the Rangers. I'm I'm just happier to see guys grow into positions, um, which is naive. And somewhat stupid, I suppose. Well, but what it, but but to your point, it took. A, I mean, growing up, that was our team. So that was our bunch of guys we had that we were pulling for. Maybe three or four would change a season or two. You know, you'd swap some guys in and out, mainly by trades. Now it literally is, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. Uh, teams win world championships, and the very next year they're being disassembled. You know, exactly, as everybody goes off on the yeah. free agency route. And, and gets these mega contracts. So it doesn't feel like a sport or a team that you're part of. It's just a business. It's like you're yeah. rooting for a business. And you're not rooting for a sports team anymore. And that's kind of sucks, to be perfectly honest. I agree yeah. with you. For those of us that are older and purists, I suppose if you know, you're know you 16 and you're a Mets fan, you're probably uh, apoplectic about oh, sure. how excited you are yeah. with with the lineup but but uh, this is like steinbrenner days only cohen yeah. is doing it now and it's i've never experienced this truly as a met fan where somebody you know he is so hell-bent on winning he's he's you know dropping 
every last nickel he's got in the bottom of his pocket with a lint attached to it, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> on, on trying to make, uh, you know, a world championship for the Mets. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how that goes. But, you know, uh, what? You know. And it, what was interesting is to see uh, after Jacob deGrom mm -hmm. went, did he go to Houston? Texas uh, no. Rangers. Texas Rangers. He went to Texas. And it was amazing to just hear Met fans turn on him. Of after course. That. Yeah. Well, again, there's always a sense of loyalty or not, but yeah, you know, that, that, that is why, again, this is ultimately a business. Very few, very few athletes. It's happened on occasion, even in this new generation of big bucks where a player has stayed loyal to his roots. Doesn't happen often. I mean, you know, look at Aaron judge. I mean, he probably could have gone to San Francisco, but let's be yeah. honest. He's a New York Yankee. He's probably going to be a captain of that team. And, and he already is. Yeah, does it get any he... higher than that? Yeah. You know, can, can, you know, where's the pinnacle for you just because they're going to throw some extra bucks at you? I think most players and young kids growing up probably aspire to play in Yankee Stadium. I mean, it's still it still has that mystique. I'm not a Yankee fan, but it still has that tremendous, you know, mystique about it and being part of yeah. that his history is just tremendous. So, I was glad to see that he actually did you know, stick with the Yankees. Me as too. Much as, again, I'm not a Yankee fan, but but still, you know, I'm a baseball purist. Yeah, and uh, I'm really glad to see that he'll be back. And I know a lot of Yankee fans are very, very relieved. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we're hitting uh, before we wrap this up because I see my my Zoom time is already running out on us. Uh, but uh, I guess it's it's uh, all the nominations for the various movies and. La -di -da, -di da that kind of stuff's going on in the next few months. So maybe we'll try to grab a guest beforehand to talk about uh, what's going on. In, yeah, you know, in the movie world and what's what are the expectations of who's going to win what and where. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm trying to think what I thought the best picture, and it was of this past year, probably hmm. Top Gun. I mean, I I I so enjoyed that. I did. I saw that on a plane, actually. But I did. Place to see but, it. but no, but I did enjoy it. But there, you know, there were a lot of movies that came out. I had to really stop and think about it. And then, of course, you know, in this world of Netflix and Amazon and Hulu, and it, it's there's just so many other shows and movies out there uh, that are amazing. There's just a little bit too much on the plate sometimes. I, I feel a little overwhelmed. But yeah, it is. Uh, you know. And by the way, we want to remind people uh, if Chris and I are on brief hiatus which we are on occasion mm -hmm. chris's crazy schedule my crazy life we invite you to certainly delve through the believe website and find some of the past shows we've done because we've done some pretty neat stuff and, oh, we've had some great interviews absolutely you know, yep and, they're all out there they're yeah. available oh you know what else i wanted to mention we can do it next time is uh, barbara walters passing Yes. I mean, you're talking about a, a broadcasting icon. And again, you talk about somebody as a woman accomplishing what she did when she did interviews with Fidel Castro. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was she She has such a long list of amazing accomplishments, such a well-respected woman in the industry. And, uh, you know, she will be missed, but strongly admired. And I think Barbara planted the seed in a lot of other people, a lot of a lot of other young women along the along the way to become great journalists and great broadcasters. So I think uh, so too. We'll 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 reap the so the seeds that that she sowed from from her career as well. With yeah. that, uh, any last thoughts? 
Uh, <laughs> Other than we're running out of time. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Well, you know what I mean. Not before yeah. you go to the chair, but um... uh, yeah, really. <laughs> you know, we, we should talk about that one time. What would be your last meal? Not now. We don't have time for it. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll see. What would be your last thought? Well, my last thought today is just uh, let's let's move forward as positive as we can of the new year. Let's take moments to tell Tula to be quiet. Uh, let's uh, take moments to appreciate the people around us who are doing the right thing and show love and show respect and just give it back when we get it, you know, in, in twofold and then some. All right. Well, That's it for me. I'm Chris. I'm Sunshine Rick. always. Be good. Feel good. Uh, this is uh, the Believe Podcast Network, and we really appreciate you tuning in from Middle Age Warriors. Once again, this broadcast brought to you by Bet Online. Online. <laughs> Next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.